hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. They start walking, and it shows them, like, under this abandoned interstate that's, like, falling apart as they're walking over to where the time machine is. Yeah. Oh, that's I-4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's it's still under construction. They haven't finished it yet. <laughs> it's only been, like, 30 years. Dude, they've been building that road for as long as like, my life has existed. Um, so, uh, Joe's like, man, a Starbucks would be good right now. And then uh, Frito's <laughs> like, we don't got time for a hand job. <laughs> Um, and then they see the Costco. It's epic. It's like oh, it's massive. Gigantic. Like this is like the biggest building I've ever seen in my life. Um, and Joe starts like warning Rita about how he promised Frito some money. So like, just play along. And then one of my favorite lines in the entire movie happens. Welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> just keep saying it. Welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> Welcome to Costco. I love you. It's over and over again. I say that all the time, by the way. Like anytime anyone brings up Costco, that's the that's the first thing I say. <laughs> and this Costco is massive. They walk in the room. It's like it's got to be a thousand red couches in this room. Isn't that great? But I love it when they walk in. Frida goes, "Yeah, the the, sh- the sh- shuttle's over by electronics. It's about an hour and a half away." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the aisle has there's like a bunch of aisles that have fallen over from a plane crash, which I'm assuming is the plane they shot down. <laughs> No, nah, that was a that was a small plane. They shot down an airliner. <laughs> oh. nah. Well, it's it's possible it's the same plane because I'm getting ready to explain to you the one thing I caught in this movie that uh, drove me crazy. Um, What's that? Apparently, so Frito went to law school at Costco because right. his dad his dad had some connections, and then Joe looks up and sees a Starbucks exotic coffee for men. And now, originally, the sign says lattes are two thousand dollars, extra foam is five hundred million. And then it goes back to Joe's face where he's kind of startled, and it goes back to it again. And now it says lattes are two hundred dollars, hot lattes are two thousand, and a full body latte is fifty thousand. So that ah. continuity error kind of got me. Yeah, okay. it happens. It's I, a completely different sign and everything. And I'm like, uh. now we'll say that greeter. You know, if, if he's trying to highlight like how they dehumanize people at these big box stores and stuff. Not only was it funny that he says, "Welcome Costco, I love you." He's wearing a a smock. It yeah. has his face on it. I saw, it I says, it. welcome to Costco. I love you. I love it so much. Um, some of the other stores that are in this district are H&R Block Adult Tax Return, home of the gentleman's rebate, <laughs> and Pollo Borracho Adult Chicken Bucket, um, Adult Chicken, and you get a bucket of wings with full release. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, Costco apparently has shuttles that run through there. Um and at this point, I'm going to play a scene here where Rita needs to use the bathroom. Frida starts being inappropriate, and Joe somehow talks himself into a paradox. That you know, that's a cool. That was a very cool way to handle the whole time travel thing. I thought so too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I again, we go back to smart. We go back to Mike Judge. That was a very cool way to handle the whole thing. It's a comedy, and in the end, you really don't give a shit. All right, it happens. But the, yeah, he just he makes his own head spin from it. I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I thought it was really good also. Um, the reason why I pulled this one. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have pulled it. But I was just listening to him like, this is too good not to pull. But here we go. Shuttle comes every few minutes. Shouldn't be long. Do I got time to use the bathroom? <laughs> the toilet. Be right back. Yeah, back that thing up. Hey, you mind if I pound on that, Joe? 
What? I like having sex with chicks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think everybody does, Frito. Oh, yeah. Not like I do. Like when you get it like this sideways, and then you just like back it. Up. <laughs> That's real good. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Stop! You're gonna get us caught. Warning! Warning! Costco has detected a dangerous fugitive in aisle 16,702. Hey, what about Rita? We can't just leave her here. I don't care. What are we gonna do? Wait, okay, I know. Here's what we do. We just go to the time machine, and when I get back to the past, I tell her not to do the experiment. Then she won't even be here. That'll work, right? Please. She already is here, so that must mean I didn't go back in time, right? No, but hold on. It just means I haven't done it yet. Okay, so I go back, and I tell her not to do the experiment, then I won't have to do it either, because she won't be here, then I won't have to come back and save her, right? Alright. But then, wait, why am I still here? Uh, yeah, how does the time travel work? Please, stand This is going to be us when we do uh, Donnie Darko. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Yep. It's going to be an hour and a half to two hours of just that. Oh, God. That's so true. Get ready. Um, I, I, I like when he accidentally scans himself again. Yeah. Um, the His first thing that he's wanted for is for being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. And his, his face literally pops up on every single screen that there is. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so funny. Um. You know, in, in the, while this conversation is going on, he's holding the door open to the the, the shuttle, so he can't, he should have just got in the fucking shuttle and left. Right. But no, he's so worried about Rita. He doesn't want her boyfriend getting mad. You know. Oh, this fucking movie. This, fucking, <laughs> this, this is one of those things that makes me say this fucking movie over and over again. Um. So Joe gets arrested. Rita sees him taking him off. He asks about going to jail, and they just immediately pepper spray him in the face. <laughs> and then he says, what? And they pepper spray him again. He says, what? And they pepper spray him again. Uh, but they're actually going to the White House. And um, I, I had to pull this narration of when he, you know, gets in there and he meets uh, some some wonderful people. They meet the cabinet. They meet Mr. President Camacho. And then they go to the House of Representing. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. It turned out the results of Joe's IQ test had caught the attention of the highest levels of government. Okay, wait a minute. I'm the smartest guy in the world? Says who? The IQ test you took in prison. You got the highest score in history. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. Yeah, dumbass. You've been smarter than President Camacho. That's how come he's making you Secretary of Interior. Okay, so who are you? I'm the Secretary of Energy. I won a contest, got to be a cabinet member. I'm the Secretary of State. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. Why do you keep saying that? Because they pay me every time I do. It's a really good way to make money. <laughs> You're so smart, why don't you know that? <laughs> the Secretary of Defense. Huh? And uh, fun bags over there is the Attorney General. And that's Secretary of Education. It's kind of stupid. He's President Camacho's stepbrother. Still does a pretty good job, eh? You know, I, I think there's been some kind of mistake because the test I took was real, real easy. I am not the smartest guy in the world. Okay? Okay, even if that were true, I can't be the Secretary of the Interior. I don't even know what it is. You better find out. 
I gotta take care of some business, baby. So I need y'all to wait outside. Dwayne Elizondo Camacho, five-time Ultimate SmackDown champion, porn superstar, and president of the United States, had called a special summit with the smartest man in the world. So you smart, huh? No, no. I thought your hair would be bigger. Damn, could look like a peanut. <laughs> Let's get you sworn in. Shit. I know she's bad right now, with all that starving bullshit and the dust storms and we running out of french fries and burrito coverings. Yeah. But I got a solution. That's what you said last time, dipshit. I got a solution. You're a dick. South Carolina, what's up? <laughs> what I thought. Now I understand everyone's shit's emotional right now, but listen up. I got a three-point plan to fix everything. Break it down, come on, Tony. Number one, we got this guy not sure. Number two, he's got a higher IQ than any man alive. And number three, he's gonna fix everything. My word as president. He fix the problems with all the dead crops. He's gonna make them grow again. And that ain't all. I give him my word. He's gonna fix the dust sickness as well. And if he didn't, President Camacho made another promise. He would kick Joe's smart balls all the way up to the roof of his smart mouth, and then he would throw his brainy ass back in jail. <laughs> Sorry, that was such a long one, but like, it's so packed full of awesomeness. Um, so we're sitting in the... I don't know what this room's called. Like, <laughs> This is like part Oval Office, part Hallway, yeah, part. they busted the wall out of the Oval Office just because the <laughs> table wouldn't fit, I guess. Yes, I don't know. I don't know. No. But but he's with the dumbest group of individuals you've ever seen. Oh, it's the, great. And the Secretary of Education is looking down a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite character. Yeah. And I, I just I just checked it out. His name is Danny Cochran. He's actually, a, he, his main role in movies is a key grip and electrician. He's only acted in three movies and that was one of them. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, yeah. I don't, does he even have any lines? 
Uh, he says something on the tractor or something. Like, well, I know when they're driving the bus, he's sitting on top of the gun turret. Oh, right. No, that's where he is. He's on top of the... Yeah, he's on the gun turret. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he says something, but I, I forget what it is. But I like the brought to you by Carl's Jr. They pay me to say that. Aren't you sure you're the smartest guy in the world? And I love it. He, towards the end, he says... And he, he also told the crowd that he would cure acne and car yeah. sickness. <laughs> I, I love how he what gets into like, like Southern preacher <laughs> with this. Yes. We got yeah. this guy, not sure. And he's going to fix all our problems. <laughs> and he's going to he, fix. Yeah. He, uh, he had auditioned five times for that role. Who? Terry Crews? Yeah. Because no they, way. yeah, he had, audi- he, uh, he auditioned five times because they had some. They wanted to get some bigger names to play the president. They don't really tell you who they wanted to get, but yeah, he had auditioned five times, and he finally convinced them that no. it's got to be me. No if one's going to play this role If anyone else would have played this role, I would have not been happy. Oh no, 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 definitely. And and that's what he said. I mean, he's always had that supreme confidence his entire life. Yeah. And that's what he told them. He says, "You're never going to get anybody to come close to playing this the way I'm doing it. So you're stupid if you go anywhere else." I like how it's the House of Represented. House of Representing by American Express. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the, like movie, the movie was going to be called. The yeah. United States of America. <laughs> and But it's like Express has three X's in it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, and then like they have like a guitar army behind them playing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so great. <laughs> and I just picture like Beavis and Butter doing the headbanging with the devil horns. Yeah. Yeah. That whole time. Oh, God, I love it. Um Man, he's just hey, Joe. Off. Joe, yeah. do you, do you love this movie? I hate it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I hate it because I love it so much. Um, so we get through that whole scene that we just listened to, and now they're in a parade going down the uh, main street of uh, Washington D.C. Um, and I guess the mural has faded away five hundred years in the future because I didn't see it. The which. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, God. Um, so I know the Washington Monument's crooked. Yeah, that's great. And they're yeah. jet skiing in the in the reflecting <laughs> pool. The most <laughs> badass like six person motorcycle. I know. And it is a piece of trivia I found. I read that the the presidential RV it actually has the Air Force One tail number on it twenty eight thousand. Oh, that's the it? actual that's the actual <laughs> tail number of Air Force One. And it no, had it. Badass. It was on the side of the RV. So he tells Joe that if he gets this done, he'll give him a full presidential pardon. And then he asks him to hand him a beer and does a wheelie. <laughs> <laughs> this all seems very within reach, by the way. Like this, It's so not know. far off. It's really it, not. Uh, it really is pretty pretty realistic, honestly. Um, yeah. So um, where am I at here? they get into a cabinet meeting. They tell him to do something smart. And he um, they, they bring in Frito because Joe asked for him. Uh, Joe Joe wants to talk to him out in the hallway. Uh, Frito's like, man, I'm at the White House. Everyone gets laid here. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, once again, is probably pretty accurate. Um, Joe says he needs help with the crops. He doesn't know what he's doing. And he also wants to give him, to give him a map to the to the time machine. But Frito's like the world's worst GPS. He's <laughs> <laughs> by the museum. And you know, you know where the time machine is? <laughs> um so Joe tells Frito to start acting smart and Frito starts making fun of his voice. And then the other big dude's like, I thought there was two of you over there. <laughs> At which point they go back in the room and they're looking for something. And Joe <laughs> drops the line. You know, you either need to lead, follow or get out of the way. 
<laughs> They're like, whoa, did you just make that did up? Just make that up? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I did. Um, I hate when I lose my place here. <laughs> I was laughing too hard. Uh, oh, that's right. But he says they need to find Rita, um, which they all like start making jokes about how he's going to utilize her <laughs> and <laughs> making like the finger jokes. And he's like, but first. <laughs> uh, so they, um, I, I'm assuming at this point they, you know, or just this is the way this works here in this, in this place. Sounds like the real Oval Office for the last couple of years, so I can't really disagree with what's going on here. Yeah, like the hallway outside of the Oval is, just, you know, where there would be like I guess presidential portraits. It's just a bunch of different framed pictures of Camacho, like yeah. screaming and holding machine yes. guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, on election day last uh, year, I was at Outback for lunch, and I actually saw a guy dressed like Dwayne Herbert Mountain Dew Elizondo Camacho walk out. Oh, he had the hair, he had the jumpsuit, he had the giant gold medallion and everything. I wish I would have got a picture with him, but I couldn't get to him fast enough. He was across the parking lot, got in a car, and left. <laughs> but I was like, this That's is a the missed best opportunity, thing. man. I know. I was like, I was like, Costa! And my name's Joe. It would have been perfect. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, if I would have though, I would have walked to him and said, hi, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyways, Joe is now looking at the fields made out of dirt. Uh, he says, oh yeah, this really sucks. Uh, Frito, can you come over here? A- asks Frito to hand him the map, which he does the most awkward like move to give him the map <laughs> I know. ever. Um, and while they're talking, they, he says they found Rita. They call her a whore. Um, and he goes, whoa, 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 she's not a whore. He goes, actually, she is a whore because she charged some guy some money and never put out. <laughs> but don't worry, we'll get her a work release horn license if you're doing her. <laughs> uh, she sees Joe and uh, he says he wants to talk to her alone. They all say, uh, what are you guys going to go do it, <laughs> basically? And he goes, yep, that's what we're going to do right now. Um so they ask if, if they want someone to go with him to make sure that she puts out. And he's like, no, I think I can handle it. Uh, they go behind a bush and they realize that the map is complete shit. <laughs> like, you knew that was going to be the way it was in the first place. Oh, um, it was hysterical. You yeah. are here. And it's just like a wavy line. A wavy line. Time machine. Time machine spelled wrong. Uh, Rita's now still worried about upgrade again. And Joe tells her, look, we're safe. We're, we're protected by Secret Service and shit. And you really should think about getting couples counseling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy walks around the corner from the thing goes, me and a couple of the guys are wondering if we can go family style on her. Oh, <laughs> and Joe's like, no, nah, not right now. Let's uh, focus on the crops. Um, I, already, I already did it. <laughs> we're good. At which point he's standing there and he gets sprayed with Brondo. Um, and now... I've got to play another clip. And this is one of my favorite clips of this entire movie. It explains what Brondo the Thirst Mutilator is. And what it's got. (laughs) They're watering crops with a sports drink? Brondo the Thirst Mutilator had come to replace water virtually everywhere. Water, the basic component of all life had been deemed a threat to Brondo's profit margin. The solution came during the budget crisis of 2330, when the Brondo Corporation simply bought the FDA and the FCC, enabling them to say, do, and sell anything they wanted. (laughs) 
Joe didn't know any of this, but he did see a problem that he might actually be able to solve. With his options running out, Joe took a bold step. He would not get out of the way. This time, he would lead. For the last time, I'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. The Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops? Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but, but yeah, that's the idea. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look. The plants aren't growing, so I'm pretty sure that the Brondo's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Hey, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, you, you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brando's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they use to make Brando. Yeah, but why do they use them to make Brando? Because Brando's got electrolytes. <laughs> After several hours, Joe finally gave up on logic and reason and simply told the cabinet that he could talk to plants and that they wanted water. He made believers out of everyone. Joe didn't know it, but the beloved electrolytes were salts that had been building up in the topsoil over the decades, killing plants and leading to the Dust Bowl. As Secretary of the Interior, Joe ordered all crops to be switched to water, promising that over time, plants would grow and the Dust Bowl would end. He was on the fast track to a full presidential pardon, or so it seemed. Oh my God. So, this company, Brondo, literally purchased the FDA and the U.S. Department <laughs> of Agriculture. And every time you hear a <laughs> while it was going, that's them slapping something like on that says, this got what this crave. So, it's got what cows crave. It's got electrolytes. It's got what babies crave. It's got electrolytes. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, like, I don't know how many times I say, it's got electrolytes in my daily life. Or it's got what something craves in my daily life. But I know it's a lot. <laughs> That's one of oh. my most... Like how you use I'm or Huckleberry, it's got yeah. electrolytes is one of my most used things ever. Oh, no. I, I, and I'm with you there. I mean, that's also, that's also a very common occurrence in my house. That, that's used. Definitely. And if anybody ever asks me what are electrolytes, I say, it's got electrolytes. Right. It's got electrolytes. Brodo's got electrolytes. I love it. Um... And of, and of course, uh, you know, Joe's starting to get the water. He gets frustrated because they are so stupid that he just tells them he can talk to plants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, they, and they're all like in the field listening to the plants and shit. Yeah. And they start believing him. He's starting to get the hang of the smartest man in the world thing. Yeah. All you got to do is just lie to the dumb people. Yeah, exactly. So now Joe and Rita are in the uh, the bedroom at the, at the White House. He looks out the window and says that he hopes something ends up growing. Um. She asked, do you think they really would have just starved to death? <laughs> and they both realize that they are the two smartest people in the world. And then she's like, do you think Einstein walked around thinking everyone was just a dumb shit? <laughs> he goes, well, I guess that's why he built that bomb. <laughs> uh, then Rita, you know, she, she thanks Joe. She says, I really never got to thank you for getting me that pardon. 
um, and she invites him into the bed, at which point he's on the ground being respectful. And he says, I don't think Upgrade would be happy about her being in bed with a stranger. And she starts just yeah. the most maniacal laugh. Her, her face is the, is the best. Yeah, she can't even hold it. She's just like, fucking hey. Uh, so they go to bed. Um, in the morning, Joe goes to the window, and a brick comes flying through the window. And uh, Rita, oh, shit, it's Upgrade. <laughs> I know. <she> just, <laughs> he's coming to get me. Um, at which point now another another narration starts. So these narrations, are like, what's funny is they're all close together. Um, and then there's not one for a while. But this is the one about uh, why people are all pissed off and trying to kill them now. Oh, shit, it's Upgrade. Shit, it's not Upgrade. Given enough time, Joe's plan might have worked. But when the Brondo stock suddenly dropped to zero, leaving half the population unemployed, dumb, angry mobs took to the streets, rioting and looting, and screaming for Joe's head. An emergency cabinet meeting was called with the CEO of the Brondo Corporation. How come nobody's buying Brondo the thirst mutilator? Ah, shit. Half the country works for Brondo. Not anymore! The stock has dropped to zero, and the computer did that auto layoff thing to everybody. We're all unemployed! I think that makes the economy suck? Why is this happening? I, I think it's because we switched to water, but... I mean, this is all your fault? What? Yeah. This is your fault. This shit started happening when we switched to water. He tried taking water from toilets, but it's Secretary Not Sure who finds himself in the toilet now. And as history pulls down its pants and prepares to lower its ass on Not Sure's head, it will be Daddy Justice who will be crapping on him this time. We now go live to Violence Channel correspondent for Micah Davis at the Extreme Court with highlights on today's trial. Thank you, Velveeta. Well, it started off boring and slow, with not sure trying to bullshit everyone with a bunch of smart talk. Blah, 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 you gotta believe me. <laughs> that part of the trial sucked. But then the Chief J just went off. He said, man, whatever, the guy's guilty as shit. We all know that. And he sentences us to one night of rehabilitation. Hey, rehabilitation? One night? Doesn't sound so bad. Not so bad, huh? Here's some highlights from last week's rehabilitation. And who could forget that wonderful finish by rehab officer Tylenol Jones? <laughs> and tomorrow night looks even more better. Word is that Beef Supreme himself might come out of retirement. Wow. Thank you for Micah. So, so he was just playing actual Fox News there. I don't know if you know. Yeah, that's that's actual Fox News. Um, yep. Yep. It's on. <laughs> uh, like, I'm surprised they didn't get Fucker Carlson in there. That would have been good. <laughs> I like how everyone's named after just common household yeah. items. Like, Velveeta, no. Formica, Tylenol, Tylenol, <laughs> Tylenol Jones. Um, now, to, to, to give you an idea of what's going on at the rehabilitation, there was a guy dressed like a bunny rabbit with a giant lawnmower, like, monster truck next to him that ran him over and shot him out. Yes. Oh, God. And I love the artist depictions of the court yeah. trial. <laughs> it is spelled D-I-P... 
S H U N, like dip pick chun. Oh, it's so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. Um, now, I will say this because we haven't really brought this up in, in great detail. There's a lot of technical issues with this movie. And it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of budget <laughs> stuff, but there's a lot of like weird out of focus shots where it seems yeah. like they didn't have another one to go to. And yeah. Yeah. There's just from like a technical filmmaking print. And, and again, take that with a grain of salt because. One day you guys will see the movie I tried to make, and I got no room to talk. <laughs> so, so what? Maybe they're actually being well. I guess it can't be prehistoric, even though it is before the historic. Maybe this is post-historic accurate, where they would be too stupid to like actually like set up good shots, and that's actually a meta thing. That's very they, meta. They did that yeah. on purpose. I like I like your work around there. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do something because it wasn't working otherwise. Um, so Rita goes to visit Joe in jail. He can't escape because he has chained to a giant rock <laughs> um he tells her to go to the time machine and try to fix things by telling people to read books stay in school use their brains and then tells her to keep painting as they roll his big ass rock down the stairs and it pulls him with them violently <laughs> uh, we we get to rehabilitation and there is a guitar me there i call that a guitar army a guitar me and they're all playing the over and over again I think they're um, all playing SGs. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Either that or like yeah. Jackson's or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's something, yeah. Um, and then Hormel Chavez comes out to do the national anthem, <laughs> at which point um, what the equivalent of a streaker runs out but kicks him in the balls. And then Camacho yes. says, damn, that's just how that shit went on TV. <laughs> uh, Frito and Rita are at the White House uh, getting ready so they can go to the time machine. Um we go back to rehab. This is like flashing back and forth really quick. Um, and they say that the rehab officers tonight are Billy Mwamba in the dildozer and Bobby Mwamba in his ass blaster. Uh, <laughs> Joe asks if he's going to get a truck and they all start laughing as this shitty little hatchback comes out with a floppy purple dildo on it. I think it's like a Ford Festiva or something. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it's a, t- uh, it's a tiny thing. Could be a um, Yugo. <laughs> yeah. And they can't close the door because he's got the chain on his leg to the big ass rock. So he's trying to tell him like to take the chain off. And what do they do? They just drop their fucking rock in the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> so who's smart now? <laughs> um, and as they announce, not sure, he comes out and they all start laughing and start throwing shit at him. Yeah. And he's like, I never would have guessed this is how I would die. <laughs> So, this big, this big purple floppy dildo is just flopping every which way. I know. When that, when the announcers are describing the two destruction vehicles, they say they're gonna, they're gonna hit him with the Malachi Crunch. Yes, and that's from Happy Days. Oh, is um, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was the Malachi twins who were going oh, after right. Pinky Tuscadero. So, <laughs> in a demolition derby episode, uh, I saw that. I saw that when it first aired. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Rita is like in the room. She says she can't watch, um, but she like walks over to like the window and looks out and sees that there's a flower growing and realizes Joe is right. And then she says to Frito, "Hey, can you get me over there?" And he literally picks her up and walks across the room. <laughs> She's like, "No, I meant there." Like on the TV. I love that. I don't know why that's such a stupid little gag. But it oh, makes I, me I laughed out loud. No, no, no. I, I love that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, so now we're back at rehab, and they announced Beef Supreme in the ass dozer. <laughs> That's my nickname in high school. 
which is funny because it's a combination of the Dildozer and the Ass Blaster, which are already out there. <laughs> right. Um, they It's too big, though, and just demolishes the entrances it's trying to drive out. And then the guy says, we're, we're experimenting some technological differences. <laughs> He didn't get one word right in that entire nope. thing. Uh, um, so as Rita and uh, Frito are on their way, they start seeing that the plants are actually growing everywhere. Um, and then the guys on the microphone are like, what do we do with this? And Camacho's like, just get on with it. Get on with it. So uh, rehab begins. Joe hits the gas, but his, call starts, his, call, his car stalls out. Um and he's like just getting blasted and dozed all over the place. His roof's taken off. He gets hit from the side. Uh, Rita's in the stand. She tells Camacho that she saw some crops in the way here. He said he didn't see none. Um, Joe pulls this trick where he's driving and has the chain like kind of like going out the back of the car. And as it gets to a certain point, it yanks him out because it's attached to the rock. And the two uh, astozer or ass blaster and dildozer run into each other and blow up. Um, and everyone's disappointed that they didn't kill Joe. Um, so, uh, as this happened also, the purple Delta goes flying off into the audience like a, <laughs> like a foul ball. It's like catching RJ a bouquet at a wedding. Yeah. yeah, RJ caught it. Yeah, RJ caught it. That, was, R- RJ. that was RJ. Yeah. He's one of Cleavon's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the then all of a sudden while they're trying to figure out what to do, Beef Supreme starts emerging from the rubble. Um, once again, played by the other Wilson brother, the oldest Wilson brother. Yep. Yep. And he gets handed a grenade launcher and a flamethrower. <laughs> um, Rita asks a cameraman if he wants to make some money, which he's like, I like money. Um, and Beef Supreme burns the guy who handed him the stuff while he's walking away, and then gives us like little like puts his hand over his mouth like, oops, <laughs> like the most. <laughs> Like it isn't looking oops, which for forever I kept thinking that that was Sean William Scott. I don't know why, but it kind of looks like him. He, it, I, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah, he looks kind of like Country Mac in that um Always Sunny episode when uh, yeah. he's Mac's cousin. Yep. Um, lost my place here again. Uh oh, sorry. Yeah, so he uh he blasts the uh the guy with the flamethrower. Rita tricks the guy who's in the, the control room into going outside by telling him there's some whores outside. <laughs> she tries getting technical, but it doesn't work. Yeah, but she's yeah, like, he moves. damn it, there's some whores outside. And she mentions the whores. And he, he, like, this guy is like way fat and just eating buckets of lard, too. Which oh, is God. It's, what is that stuff called? They're uh, all eating it. Flatcher, Flatcherin. Yeah. I mean, even Rita was eating it. Yeah. <laughs> she was hanging it out. It just comes a bucket of like, looks like... Uh, like, I can't believe it's not butter, like margarine or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and they're just chowing down on this shit. Um, so, uh, Frito and the camera guy take off um, and start talking about how much they like money. Which, uh, I always find <laughs> I that know. funny, that, that, that exchange. I like money. Do you like money? Oh, man, we should hang out sometime. Um, then... I just, this movie's making me go crazy. Um, Beef Supreme shoots a grenade at the rock and ends up freeing Joe because the rock blows up and Joe starts running away. Joe 
starts to run away and Frito's, or not Frito, Beef Supreme, everyone's like named after food. <laughs> Beef Supreme's <laughs> trying to find him and he can't find him and the audience is like trying to point at him. He's like, uh, I don't know. And like, he's like, this way? Yeah, this, this way? Uh, uh. And he tries to get smart. He's like, ah, I got him. Um, and while this is happening, um, Frito and the camera guy pull up where the crops are, but they didn't see a Starbucks and they see a giant wad of money in his hand. Um, and they can't remember what the money was for. So it must be for lattes. Right. Oh, you like sex too? You like money and sex? Um, and then uh, Beef Supreme is just blasting grenades at, at where Joe's at, like nonstop. And we get this speech from Joe. Basically, while Joe's getting shot at, he grabs a microphone and gets yanked up into the air. <laughs> like, and, um, or no, he's like, he's just standing on top of the pile of rocks. And President Camacho says to let him talk. And then Beef Supreme gives him the hand, like, be quiet. Let's give him his word. And he does this impassioned speech. And as soon as he's done, Beef Supreme gives the broken wrist sign. <laughs> and everyone just starts laughing again. Um, at which point he pulls out the flamethrower. They're starting to pull the microphone cord up. And Joe grabs the microphone cord and gets pulled up into the sky. Um, and, uh, this must be, uh, your wife's favorite part of the movie, Eric, where the flame oh, she howled, <laughs> she fucking, listen, we talked about this a little bit before the show. I watched the movies that we do on, on this podcast with my wife most of the time. And she said, tough nut, man. Like some of these older comedies just don't hit her the same way. Um, but, but this scene for whatever reason like the stars aligned and when homeboy's crock was on fire and he kicked it off she had like a conniption like it was great man it was so good Uh, i love it um so frito and the camera guy come out of the starbucks and then they get into a fight because he starts they start calling each other gay for some reason (laughs) and the camera gets knocked off and it lands next to a plant so it gets on the screen and read it changes the screen real quick and then all of a sudden Frida remembers like what he's supposed to be doing and starts running up and down the aisles of or the rows of the plants that are growing um but beef supreme is still trying to burn joe right now hanging from the microphone and joe drops down um and he's about to just get lit up by beef supreme while when uh president camacho comes in knocks him away and then pardons joe on the spot because the plants grew now we are at what I like to call a rager at the White House. Yeah. Uh, and Hormel Chavez is there. <laughs> he just walks on the thing. Um, Joe thanks Rita. 
then Frito walks up to Hormel and starts talking about how awesome he is and just kicks him in the balls in the middle of it. Uh, and Joe says he wants to go to the time machine and go home. And Rita says, well, she wants to stay here. She says she's actually going to be the CEO of Starbucks. <laughs> yes. Um, but she wants to keep, you know, painting. He wants her to keep painting and stuff. Um, now, basically, I'm going to let this movie play itself out from this point on because it's got a great um, offer, job offer by President Camacho. And it's got a great, you know, exit narration. And we've let the narrator do everything so far. So why not, you know, keep that trend going? But uh, I'm going to let this play out the completion of the movie. And then we'll just give our final thoughts on this movie here. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. I got the president's decrees to make. <laughs> Not sure? Get your ass up here, wherever you is. <laughs> Look at that little peanut head up in there. I have decided to make this man the man who solved all our problems. I have decided to make him my new vice president. Thanks, that's, that's real cool of you, sir, but I, I can't accept it. Sir? What? What? You know, I gotta get home. We still got all these problems. Well, look, you know, you're, you're just gonna have to solve them yourselves. How? Well, you know, think about it, you know, you're just gonna have to figure it out, you know, like we did with the crops. But how are we gonna figure out about the garbage ambulances and the comedy? And what about the nuclear little reactor in Florida is broken, leaking, or something's happening. I thought it was in Georgia. Georgia's in Florida, dumbass. Hey, hey, I know. Let's put toilet water on it. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that's a good idea. Come on, Pato. Hey, you can't leave. Whatever happened to all that leave, follow, get out of the way shit, huh? I guess I just can't get out of the way anymore, can I? You know what? Forget about the time machine! Yeah! That ride sucks anyways! Ride? Welcome to the time machine. We are going to take you back. First to the year 1939, when Charlie Chaplin and his evil Nazi regime enslaved Europe and tried to take over the world. So you knew this thing was just a ride the whole time? Yeah. You thought you could really travel through time, huh? Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. You're the smartest guy in the world. You're pretty dumb sometimes. So why didn't you tell us? Because I like money. I'm sorry. But if it's not a real time machine, there wouldn't have been any money. You know, because I can't go back in time and open a savings account. Don't worry about it, it's okay. Well, I guess we're stuck here. But then an even greater force emerged. The Un. And the Un un-Nazied the world forever. And so, after serving a short term as vice president, Joe was elected the president of America. Frito became vice president, and Rita, the former prostitute, became first lady. Today I step into the shoes of a great man. A man by the name of Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. 
President not sure's leadership a new era dawn? You know, there was a time in this country when smart people were considered cool. Well, maybe not cool, but smart people did things like build ships and pyramids, and they even went to the moon. And there was a time in this country, a long time ago, when reading wasn't just for fags, and neither was writing. People wrote books and movies, movies that had stories, so you cared whose ass it was and why it was farting, and I believe that time can come again. President Frito took eight wives and had a total of 32 kids. 32 of the dumbest kids ever to walk the earth. Okay, so maybe Joe didn't save mankind, but he got the ball rolling. And that's pretty good for an average guy. So we got our nice happy ending. Pretty good for an average guy. Pretty good for an average guy. Um, I just I love this whole thing. The whole like ride that he's on the time machine with oh, a dinosaur wearing the UN hat. That was so Disney. It was so like a jab at Disney. It was a step. No, that that reminded me of like a New Jersey like Atlantic City ride. Well, yeah. I but, like those down to shore haunted houses. Yeah, yeah exactly. With the Charlie Chaplin Hitler. <laughs> they unnazied the world um, and then the fact that um, Frito can't even understand the logic of he wouldn't have had money so what <laughs> um, oh hey Doug have you ever been to uh, Knobles Knobles yeah it's like an older theme park up in the northeast I forget oh, where I don't know. exactly it's Can- Canopy Lake it's in New Hampshire yeah I've been there a bunch of times they have uh, there's a haunted house situation there that's very like down the shore-ish where you get in the cart and uh i took my kids on it when they were like way 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 too young <laughs> and it was scary for me like as a grown man i was like oh yeah, this yeah. is too much yeah yep so i just no that's heavy duty i think i did that with my kids too but yeah, yeah. we've been there quite a few times we had a little shitty place in miami called uh, santa's enchanted forest no oh, jeez those are always Every out. Christmas time, we'd always call it Satan's Enchanted Forest. Oh, I I don't doubt it. It probably was. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a shithole little carnival that would um just appear in this little weird park. Yeah. Yep. Um. So it seems like we have a happy ending. Joe becomes president. He flips off everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, I he, he did his Rita best uh, JFK impression. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Uh, we um, even go to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, of course, Frito has dumb kids just furthering the plot. <laughs> like, he takes eight wives and has 32 of the dumbest kids ever. Um, yeah. So, you know, what didn't, you know, really fully solve the problem, but it's, it's a start, and that's not bad. Now, yeah. did either one of you two stay for the post credit scene? Of course. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. No, I did uh, not. I did not. Oh, you missed some uh, gold. You missed it. So, 
in the post credit scene, we go back to where a, uh, a, a trash pile exists, and there's another pod sitting there in the trash pile. <laughs> and the pod opens up. And who no, steps out of the pod? Don't tell me. Yep. It's upgrade to the beast. That's great. Full pimp attire. Everything. And he goes, the I'm going to find this hoe. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to strut down the street. And he walks past two other girls and just looks back at them like, they do nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's how so it ends. It's make sure so you great. go back and watch that last little 30 second stinger because it's amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. That's perfect. Because uh, yep. if there's a time machine, Upgrade's going to find it. He's going to get his money. <laughs> so I was always waiting for Idiocracy Part 2, Upgrade's Revenge. <laughs> that would have been good. Well, yeah. tying into that, I did want to talk real quick about how blatantly and badly Fox fucked this movie over. Oh, yeah. They didn't like put it out anywhere. They didn't put it out. The thing made 475000 It's a $25 million budget. made $475,000. They, they only actually, released it in a couple small They released markets. it. They, they held it for a year. They released it uh, in 130 theaters across the country. And some of the theaters, and even like Fandango and Movie Phone at the time, okay, it was released as untitled Mike Judge movie. Yeah. They didn't even call it Idiocracy. And the rumor is, is that all the product placement that uh, they used, the obviously the 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 you know the people or the products they placed, the the companies weren't very happy. Of course. And uh, Carl's Jr. was probably the only one that loved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's um, when they were making commercials with uh, Paris Hilton and stuff, eating like burgers on like the hood of cars. No, exactly. So they they Fox Fireflyed this shit. Um, I mean, if you know anything about that yeah. TV series, how they fucked that one, they did the same thing with this movie, and it's very unfortunate because it's an amazing know, movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a very very funny movie, and they and they they blew it. They blew a chance at, at getting it out there. Fuck Fox. Yeah, <laughs> Fox News Channel. Exactly. You know, uh, I love this movie because this movie like lends to my my. Uh, my imitations because it does this voice a lot <laughs> the douche voice <laughs> i love doing the douche voice yeah. the douche voice i love it yeah so guys you know what time it is what time is it it's this time i am a movie critic by trade and until recently i got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame well i'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you it's very simple if you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. So <laughs> that's my bullshit ratings intro. Um, I, I sandwiched it into a previous episode already, but uh, this is the time of the show where we're going to tell you if you should watch this movie or not based upon what we think of it. Um, I'll save my mind to last because uh, I think it, you may be surprised. What you what um, what happens next may surprise you. Oh, you're gonna <laughs> Starbucks this movie, aren't you? 
Who wants to go first? You gonna give it a latte? <laughs> Maybe with a full, full body. With full release. Full release. Yeah. Free bucket, bucket of, of wings. I'll go first. I uh, I like the movie a lot. It's very funny. Um, the comedy holds up. Some of the technical aspects of the film kind of are glaring at this point. You know, here we are in 2021. Uh, again, you know, it's budget stuff. It's CG stuff. Um, but it's also, like I, I noted before, a lot of fuzzy, out-of-focus shots. Um, just, I'm, who directed this movie? Do we do we talk about that? Mike Judge directed it. As yeah, well. it was his Mike Judge. Oh, he directed it. Okay. Yeah. I mean... Mike Judge is a sort of comedic genius, but maybe not the best technical filmmaker. I'll just say that. So, oh yeah, for me, this movie lives somewhere in like the three and a half star range. Um, it, a pretty solid comedy. It's it's super watchable, and uh, you know, eerily prophetic. But yeah, I'd say three point five, three point six. That's where it lives for me. That's fair. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, for me, it, you know, I, I've always loved this flick. It's definitely one of those. If it's on, I'll watch it. Um, I feel very similarly to you, Eric, with, with the shortcomings of it. But, again, it is Mike Judge. He's a hero of mine. Um, so I'm going to throw it because I, I'm, I'm regretting my rating on Big Trouble. I, gave, I was too generous <laughs> with that piece of shit. I knew you'd shit. come around. I knew you'd come around. So... I I would have I would have given Idiocracy a three point five, but I can't because I gave that Nightmare a three point five. <laughs> so, I you know this is a three point eight for me. I can't go. I don't want to get any closer to four because I do love this movie and I'll always watch it. Um, but I got to keep it a little bit away from four. So three point eight is my rating. Five. I don't even got to say shit. This is the oh, best movie ever dude. fucking made. I love this movie. I don't care about how terrible it is. I don't care about God. any bullshit. I love this fucking movie. I can make excuses for what it's good. I found one thing wrong with it this time watching it, and only because I was watching it with such detail that I found it. And you know what? I don't even care. Maybe he was looking at a different sign. <laughs> <laughs> there might have been more than one Starbucks location. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I absolutely adore this movie. Uh, the cast is amazing. I mean, it's Mike Judge. Mike Judge is probably my favorite writer-director there is. <laughs> I, I everything he does is to me is solid gold. So uh I know I'm biased and I know I don't care. This is my five. Alright. Hey. It's got hey. it's gotta happen sooner or later. You, you gotta go with it. your heart and, and this is what your heart's telling you to do. That's fine by me, man. Yeah. So you know? uh that, my friends, was idiocracy. Yeah. Uh does anybody remember what the next movie is? Uh, I, I think it's Shaun of the Dead. I think it's Shaun, I think of, the it Dead, Shaun of the Dead. It I thought is. it was too, but I didn't want to like say it just out of no. uh, fear that like I had, had it wrong and i scared to open anything else on my computer right now. <laughs> yeah. It's volatile. Um, yeah, yeah Shaun of the Dead is going to be our, our next episode. And, and uh, Shaun of the got, Dead, yeah. that, it checks all the boxes, man. It's funny it's it's it it, is if you're a horror nerd it, it it's it's lovingly crafted it's such a great oh, movie. I'm, I'm gonna be gushing over this one and yeah. I, but I, I promise not to turn it into a three and a half hour long <laughs> podcast and i also promise to let other people talk unlike tombstone um <laughs> sometimes you just gotta be our huckleberry man i, apo I apologize yeah. folks but yeah i you could tell obviously my passion for tombstone came out you see, when um, kurt russell was directing that movie he decided to take some of his scenes out to let the other people shine yeah i didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> 
I did not do that. No, no, but I promise. And we're going to have a special guest. Uh, my son, Tim, will be yeah. on that hey. episode because it is, it is his favorite movie of all time. Uh, so, And I probably let him watch that a little younger than I should have, but uh, it no doesn't matter. Um, my kids that, used to watch, when they were like four years old, they used to watch me playing Grand Theft Auto <laughs> and screaming at people on, on my dude. headset. Nah, see, I wouldn't let my kids do that. I, uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't let but, them play. I just let them watch me play. No, I didn't even <laughs> let them watch. It was bad. Um, but, yeah, so uh, my, Tim's going to be on. I'm very excited about it, and uh, so is he. So, yeah, that's the next movie. And, and we have a slate of guests coming up, and I am yeah, so, we do. So, we do. so excited for the people we've got coming up. Uh, you know, so stick with this. This is going to be fun. Uh, you know, it's been us for most of the episodes with a couple people, but we got a bunch, a bunch of people coming Some up. Some Great podcasting friends, some industry friends, uh, yeah. some big names. So, yeah, stay tuned. It's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. This is the way it is. Uh, what, what else do we need to do on this uh, this episode? I think we talked about everything now. Yeah. We did, so we got to wrap it up. Plug it up, yeah. baby. I never for, I never remember the format because the other show we do has no <laughs> format. Oh, No, plugs. it's true. It's a God, shit show. Dang, so. plugs. We forgot plugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Eric. right. We do actually plug Plug stuff. it up, Eric. Oh, uh, I, I have a legit website now which is a big step up for me you know from using a a url to link to my instagram page like a real scumbag now i have a uh, an actual landing place if you go to art of eric pabone p-a-b-o-n.com uh you can purchase art from the site I'll, i'll be adding some more prints uh you can reach out to me for commissions or logos or whatever custom jobbers you need Oh, uh, dude, your 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 Swamp Thing and oh, that series so amazing. is it just blew me away. Oh, thank it you, absolutely man. Absolutely blew so me away. What was this? The other one you just posted today, that uh, that it, in that series was it Luke? Oh or? yeah, Luke Skywalker. Dude, I just I absolutely love I love I love the color. I love the style. I yeah, blow, thank blew you, me man. Away. I'll yeah. I'll plug this too. I did it. I just finished that Swamp Thing piece for a show coming up. If you're uh, Orlando local. It's at uh, in Longwood at Hourglass Brewery. I think uh, next month's art show theme is spring or something like that. So, yeah. you know, my mind went right to Swamp Thing because uh, I had this yep. this uh, graphic novel growing up. It was called the uh, the Saga of I believe it was the Saga of Swamp Thing. It was the Alan Moore collection, and it had this beautiful cover art um, that that almost looked painted, and it was very like sad yeah. and and forlorn and a lot of flowers and stuff in it so it was kind of inspired by that and the uh, and obviously the famous thinking uh, man statue so yes. check that out yeah. I'll, I'll throw that on the site and that piece will be available next month at hourglass brewery uh in a custom frame with all kinds of twigs and leaves and shit coming out of it so it'll it'll look cool and and where's that hourglass again uh that's in longwood florida Home of Dragline? Home of Dragline. Longwood. There uh, you go. <laughs> birthplace uh, of Dragline. Yep. Birthplace of Dragline. At least I, I like to think of it that way. Absolutely. Uh, Doug, hit the plug. All right. So I got 37FX. I second Eric in that I'm thrilled I have a website too because <laughs> that Instagram thing kind of works, but not really. Uh, yeah, 37FX.com. I'm making pedals. Um, I've got the fat guy little coat. And very, very soon, I will have the Tombstone Treble Boost. See the, see the connection, see the theme, uh, the thread. 
Um, that should be hopefully in a month or so, maybe a month. That's coming out. Very excited about that. Uh, so 37FX.com, the word 30, the number 7, FX.com. And I am a shitbag who doesn't have a website, so you can find me at Facebook.com backslash like my pedals because I'm not paying for some shit I can get for free. <laughs> and my shit's more grassroots uh, underground word of mouth anyways. So hit me up at Facebook.com backslash like my pedals for all your custom pedal needs. And you can also hear me and Doug regularly, 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 regularly on our other <laughs> podcast just surprised me we just actually hit uh 100 episodes on that so that's coming hey. pretty nice and that 100th episode is a bombshell crazy oh, episode dude. it's so good some shit went down on that one dude yeah that's all i'll say um, i hope we don't get censored and they like the internet decides to take that one away you gotta one. listen to that all the way to the end like yeah, stick to the with last it, second. I know it may seem like it's hard to listen to, but just stick with it. It's, it's yeah, so worth seriously. it. There are no words to describe what um, happened on that episode. I'm already getting blowback from it, so oh, I, yeah. I don't know about you. It's bad. Oh, yeah. It's oh, fucking no. bad. The Patreons are letting us have it in that one. No, that's true. Yeah. And I real quick, I got to I gotta give you some love too, Joe. The, the, the pedal that you sent in our in the Patreon, that's another thing about Just Surprise Me. There is a Patreon. You want to jump on that because you get some really cool shit. Um, I'm on it, but I'm also a Patreon, and uh, as part of a Christmas box, I got a pedal uh, from Like My Pedals. Joe, that Marshall in a box kicks so much ass. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm having so much fun with that thing. Um, Um, I really dig it, so people get on that. We may eventually start a Patreon for this one, too, but for right now, if you want to just give us support, the best thing you can do is join our Facebook group and also just tell your friends friends about the show. Yep. let, let them know where they can come to find quality uh, movie commentary. And, you know, that's pretty much everywhere. Cause <laughs> so yeah, there's a, a lot of them. But, but, if, they want, but if they want one that's not as quality, they should come here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Nice. Glowing endorsement. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, self-deprecation is the only way to make things good. 100%. If you can't make fun of yourself, you can't make fun of anybody. And I, I make fun of myself and I make fun of everybody. So it works. So, guys, once again, thank you for joining us through this amazing, wonderful, magnificent movie. Um, I'm sure you're going to go tell all your friends about it who never saw it in the original theatrical release um, or never saw it on the 500 million reruns that came on Comedy Central, although I don't recommend those because they're always edited. You need the unedited real version and always stay through the credits because you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. So on that... Lights. Camera. Fuck off.